We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is June 23rd, 2022. As you can see, we are recording live from the Ozone at the Amway Center. We're here at the Orlando Magic Draft Party. Luke. Paolo Bancaro. You know, my first thought, and I said this to you when it happened, is nothing about any of the prospects, nothing about Paolo. I said, Jeff Weltman is a bad man. He's a bad man. He's a, he's a sneaky man. A sneaky, sneaky man. Those odds apparently did mean something. And, and despite everything that came out about workouts, all those things, I can't believe it. I really couldn't believe it when we were getting, you know, Woj obviously spoils it a few seconds before Adam Silver comes out, which, what's the point of that, by the way? Yeah. Uh, but so, she's on the television broadcast, so it's like, why not just say it on the broadcast right. and make sure everyone's watching ESPN if they really want to know? Right. But Whatever. Anyway, that's my personal beef with, with him. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I that was my first thought. Jeff Weldman, bad man. All right, well, let's, I want to talk about Paolo. This okay. is Paolo's night. We're uh-huh. ecstatic to have Paolo Bancaro. I think last year after the draft, when we started to talk about, okay, maybe this team is going to be in the lottery again next year, mm. the first guy that I brought up was like Paolo Bancaro. I was a little bit murky on what his skill set was and kind of what his projection was. I said he was like a 6'10 Jalen Green. He's not that, but he can do everything on the floor, especially from an offensive perspective, and I know we'll get in and we'll talk about that. But the emotion, the raw emotion that came out of that kid, we've heard a bunch of things. We've heard different rumors. We know now they're all BS, right? Mm. We don't know what happened. Like you yeah. said, Jeff Wolman is a bad, sneaky man. We said this on the podcast in the best that came way out this morning. In the best way possible. The Sultan of Subterfuge. Mm. That is Jeff Wolman. We said this on the podcast that we released this morning, that if Paolo is the pick, we wanted to send a special message to the national media. Stop lying on us. You guys have been doing this for years. You always try to assume you know what we're doing. You do not and tonight, this whole draft process is proof of that. Yeah, yeah. They, nobody knows. Nobody knows, man. And and I I don't know. I I still clearly I don't know what what to say. 
but about the entire thing. I'm sure there's a lot to unpack. I, I, I hope we find out all the details to an extent that it starts coming out. When did they work out? When did they talk with them? How, you know, and I'm sure Paolo will eventually speak on that. I would hope that they're now willing to say, okay, it's over. Here's how we did it. The unveiling. The, let's make a 30 for 30. Let's let them make a 30 for 30. Call just Paolo Bancaro. Well, this is the thing. Last year, the Magic didn't work out Jalen Suggs. I don't think they expected Jalen Suggs to be there at number five. Mm. They did work out Franz Wagner, and we never heard of that. Franz has announced that, but the Magic have never come out and publicly said they worked out Franz Wagner. So we probably will never know unless Paolo says it or some kind of other report comes out stating like, oh, this is what we know for sure. Because for the last few days, it's been, oh, we don't think he ever made it there. Oh, he made it there uh, or, or he was supposed to be there Monday and then canceled and they got on the phone Wednesday. Whatever the case is, it doesn't matter. The kid is the pick. The kid is here. Let's talk about Paolo Bancaro. Like, we've talked about him throughout the whole draft process. Leading into the draft lottery, and even, like, back to February, March, I was going through some tweets that we had. We were coming into this pre-draft process. We were good with any of the top three. Yeah. When we were at Harry Buffalo, May 17th, and we made it to the commercial break, and then we made it into the top three, everyone said that was a win. That night, before the lottery took place, we said, as long as we're in the top three, we're good. We're in the top three. We made it to number one. We had the pick of everybody. We've said for weeks, these guys know way more than all of us do. So yeah. they took all of that, and they decided Paolo Bancaro is the guy. So Paolo Bancaro is the guy. Yeah. I, we're surprised. I don't think we're shocked. There was some rumblings this morning that were going on. But I'm not shocked that the Magic decided that Paolo Bancaro was the guy at number one. Right. I think there was just enough that that maybe like led us on to believe that anything could happen but just enough to lead us on i mean for weeks and weeks and weeks it's all been jabari and then all of a sudden last night all of the odds everywhere yeah go insane that was the just enough yeah that was that a was, lot of that was a lot of it that was yeah that was a, that yeah. was really the only the only thing and then the other thing to compare it to was the franz wagner thing right that was like when you look back on that you're like oh that makes sense right like we we get so stuck on People well, going into the draft, you know, John and Jeff, that Chet is, a, is made in a lab for the Orlando Magic was a pick, uh, a quote that we heard. Things like that. We got so stuck on, like, what type of players. It's not like, oh, but what's their process? Like, right. this is that was a John and Jeff textbook play, and you know that they are just giddy that they pulled that off. Kept people the wool over their eyes. There were some people out there that were, like, were smart enough to connect the dots to Franz last year, but a lot of people were like, man, it doesn't doesn't make sense like there's it's all smoke they're trying to get houston to trade up to one and that was what i was thinking about with the odds when they shifted last night really was houston probably is just gonna people betters the sharps are on it that houston is gonna trade up to one and very clearly that's not what happened we were waiting because we we waited till pick three to start recording just to see if that would come to fruition and it didn't yeah because the theory had been floated out there so much not that we're like not excited to have paolo right now, it's no secret that we talked about. Like, we thought Jabari was going to be the pick, and we had good reason to believe that. Yeah. I'm sure he would have been a great fit here. But Paolo's the guy, and we were like, okay, let's. there's a lot of smoke, and there was a lot of smoke about Paolo going number one, and he went number one. So we're like, okay, let's just let this play out and see if there's any other kind of subterfuge going on. Now, at this point, you know, we're at the seventh or eighth pick in the draft. It's still going on behind us. Mm. So I believe that Paolo is the pick. We've had the press release. There's yep. been multiple posts and everything like that. Right. But I want to break down Paolo. You know, there are people now that are really going to start paying attention to the Magic because we have the number one pick. 
and they're fans of Paolo Bancaro, and obviously the number one pick, there's always a ton of media coverage around them. Paolo Bancaro, 39 games at Duke this season, um, averaged 17.2 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, 3.2 assists, 1.1 steal, shot 52% from the floor, and almost 34% from the free throw line. Free throw line, uh, three-point line. Good, Whoa, I, hey, I hey, can't speak. We're out hey. The so free throw line would, from would the be a the line. real problem. The man's folks. would not be the would number be a real one problem, pick if that was the folks. case. Yeah, 33%, almost 34% from the three-point line. And like some have alluded to, if he makes six more threes consecutively, then he's a 42% three-point shooter. I People have you, said that. I need you to stop. You can put whatever kind of weight that you want into that. <laughs> it is a statistical fact. Yeah. Paolo Bancaro is a guy that really can be the hub of your offense. Yeah. Right? Can play make, off the dribble, get to the rim, post up, mid-post jumpers. He's evolving as a three-point shooter. He is has some room that he needs to grow there, but by all indications, again, from the free throw line, how many, how many threes 72.9%. Did he, take per game? he took, uh, let's see here, 3.3 so threes a game. To me, it's not like, and we knew this, but I just wanted to get the exact number, like, we knew he was, it's not like he was just taking one three a game, right? So there's not, there's reason, he thinks he can make those threes, right. which is the biggest thing. Confidence, we've obviously heard the confidence from him, I'm the best player, that sort of thing. Things you would expect from a top prospect, but I don't think all prospects believe it. I think Paolo believes it, and I'm sure whatever conspired with the Magic, he probably walked out of there even more confident because I that workout must have been incredible. And you got to think also, that Jabari workout that goes long, what happened? Hey, hey you know? guys, I do want to interrupt. This is producer Kevin here. I just want to interrupt. We did just get the, the Jeff Weltman press conference, so I want to give you an update. I just listened to that. A uh, couple things I thought were interesting just because this is live. This is yes. happening as it's happening. Uh, the first thing that Jeff Weltman said, he said there's been a lot of talk about workouts and those kinds of things. He said we just want everyone to know we had multiple touch points with Paolo Bencaro in person, Believe it. on video, different kind of personality profiles and all that kind of stuff, and all through the process yep. – we were really impressed. Yeah. So that was really interesting. But also, the fact that they've already had a press conference all but confirms that Powell's right. going to stick around exactly. in that yeah. uniform. So I wanted to give yeah. you guys that. Appreciate awesome. that, Kevin. Thank you. And that is just kind of part of my theory. We were talking about uh, talking to a lot of people at the pre-draft party that we had before we came over here. And people are talking about, like, oh, who's the pick going to be? Well, if it's Paolo, you know, we talked about you know, all of the, oh, did he work out for the Magic? Did he not work out? And we said... If the pick is Paolo, we know all of that is bullcrap. We yeah. said that last night, yeah. and Kevin just and Jeff Weltman just confirmed that for us. So yeah, um, interesting. But back to Paolo. But, but 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 kind of piggybacking off of Kevin's, you know, the thing that he got from obviously you and I will sit down and unpack everything, and on Monday's episode, right, we will further flesh that out. There's going to be another press conference with Jeff and right. Paolo and everything, everything. So we'll get more of that. But that tells me we have multiple touch points. Him revealing those things in person, on video. I think we're going to get more, and Jeff is going to be yeah. definitely willing to share that information just based off of that that remark alone. Um, but, yeah, as far as Paolo goes, switching back to him, um, I'm excited for, for for him. I'm excited for the team. Clearly, we have said from the start, like, we, we want to put our money where our mouth is. And the fact that we trust this front office wholeheartedly. And if they had multiple touch, that you know, not only do you have multiple touch points, the more the more volume you have at anything in life, the more there is for the truth to really come out, both good or bad. So Paolo would have fumbled in one of those interviews and not been the pick tonight if that was the case. But this tells me he crushed interviews. He crushed just like probably personality wise with with the front office with everybody he was talking with. Crushed the workout. I think that if you are a Magic fan 
and you call yourself a Magic fan and you have been supportive up to this point about John and Jeff, there is no reason you should waver from that, no matter how much you want to Jabari Smith Jr. I posted uh, this morning on Instagram uh, the, the main graphic that's been going around, the blue kind of dominant graphic of Jabari Smith Jr., and I put, you know, the draft day, Drake song. So, like, very, very clearly, cliche. yes, of course. But, um, you know, I, showing my, my opinion, and obviously right. on the show, people who listen yeah. understand I am not shy about the fact that I, that was my preference. Right. But as I also have said weeks ago was these guys are paid so much money right. to do work that you and I will never do. And they, that's who they deemed was, was right. They've, they've drafted, like, obviously, an outlier probably, but Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, part of that team. And so I, I have nothing. I mean, Paolo, NBA ready body, yeah. something going back to March Madness. When I told you and Kevin, I texted you immediately, and I was like, Man, he just, you can point to him and yeah, just know that is the NBA guy. That's the guy. Yeah, we talked about like watching the tournament. Any, anybody with working eyeballs, you could say, hey, which uh, guy do you think on the floor is going to be like an NBA player? And you would, pal to, you would point to Paolo Bancaro, like the NBA ready body. And what we said is the draft, whoever the pick is, it's going to tell me everything that I need to know. Like we talked about Jabari, and you know, the knock on him was, is he going to be able to evolve as a playmaker? And I said, if he's not the pick, then to me, the front office thinks that he's really not going to be able to evolve into that. If the pick wasn't Chet, they thought that you know maybe he's not going to be able to have this you know offensive high ceiling like a lot of people seem to think. He might be able to do things off the dribble and be the main hub of your offense. And I said, if you believe that Paolo Bancaro is going to be the type of guy that can be the alpha personality on your team, that can lead your team in scoring and be the guy at the end of games that can go and get you a bucket and is potentially going to be a guy that could lead the league in scoring someday – that's the pick, and that's Paolo Bancaro. So to me, I, again, we've had so many different discussions. You've heard so many things from other sources you know, around the NBA, around the league, the national media. So it's like, hmm, what, what, what is this guy really the projection and, and kind of what should the expectation for him? And for me, that's I trust John and Jeff, and I expect Paolo to be that kind of guy. There was something. I watched an interview, and hopefully this podcast doesn't listen to us because I'm not going to credit them because I have no idea who it was. I can't remember. Maybe you saw some clips. Franz, Wagner, and Mo were uh, on a podcast yeah. um, recently. I don't know who it was. Sorry. But clip yeah. comes out, and they say, you know, who, who was the hardest workout that you went through with Franz? He went through multiple, obviously, and Franz said far and away the Orlando Magic was the most involved workout, Right. He was like just all the tests and the agility and, and, and your your vertical and all of those things. So that tells me as well, and that is another big piece of why we trust this front office. They are thorough. They, they're testing everything from conditioning to athletic ability to just IQ going one on zero and just showing them like best case like what you can do. And I, I think that that also really ties in to why I'm going to sleep good tonight and if i don't I'm sleep like a baby tonight and if i don't it's only because i'm excited about paolo bancaro because I'm, I'm 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 on of, video number 12 of, of his highlights. highlights so many tonight. because I, we, we've already seen them but it's just gonna it's, gonna get you excited yeah yeah absolutely and now that it's there's something about to see him in summer league now right and a part of me was just relieved when the pick was made because this has been a, a long month of long just month. speculation all those things it is good to know that Paolo Bancaro is our guy, and he's gonna—he is who John and Jeff believe can be the future of the franchise. Yeah, 
So I'm, I'm ready. We, we talked about how, like, this is very much like their job on the line. Like, you mess up this pick, it's going to put you back a number of years. And they put their money where their mouth is. They pushed all their chips to the table on Paolo Bancaro. They believe he's the guy, and I, I totally understand it. You know, we talk about the ability to score from multiple levels. He's evolving as a three-point shooter, but you look at the form, you look at the free throw percentage, it's encouraging that we always say this. They project to be a good three-point shooter. How many times have we said that in Orlando? Mm. But with Paolo, I really do think it's it's true. We're not talking about Alfred Payton, for example, here. Okay, uh, Luke's my, my, my boy here is going through it and, and looking at Paolo's stats as we have a, just kind of a little bit of a refresher. But Yeah, I was looking at the free throw percentage, 73. Yeah, yeah 73%. Fine. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's solid. For, you know, but it's not 60s. It's, so it's, it's not cool. the 60s. We'd be a little bit concerned there. I think Aaron Gordon was like in like the 50s at Arizona. So, I mean, <laughs> not that we're comparing Paolo to Aaron Gordon, but we, we've kind of we've done this before. Perspective. Where, oh, the guy is going to become a good shooter, but no, with with Paolo, I I'm confident in saying that he's going to do that. Like you said, he has the confidence to take those shots. Um, an incredible playmaker, ball handler in transition. He's an underrated passer. People have said that in kind of every part of this process, the the pre-draft process. And he's a guy, again, that you can run the offense through, can go and get you a bucket in the end of the game when it's a close game. Everyone else is kind of locked down. He can just kind of break a play open and, and get to the basket and make a play for your team. So let's talk about some of the, the knocks on, on Paolo because, to me, I, I'm really not concerned at all about some of the things that people have, have mentioned. What, what, are, what are some of the things that you're just not concerned about? Okay, so one of the things that I've heard that is like just pretty silly is, oh, my gosh, why would you draft a guy that does what Franz Wagner does? You can give me 12 Franz Wagners right now, and I'm rocking with that all day. So I'm not concerned about that whatsoever. And the other thing is, you know, in terms of defensively, Paolo, what didn't always give perceived effort all the time and sometimes was beat by his man. We talked to Eric Fawcett. He thought that you know, maybe some of that had to do with the kind of defense that they played at Duke. But I'm telling you, with Jamal Mosley, with the group of guys that we've got in this locker room and the culture that's been set here over the course of the last year, they are not going to let Paolo come in and not defend. They're going to hold him accountable. I believe he probably wants to prove that he is a capable defender. Is he going to be like this all-world defensive guy? Maybe not, but I think he can be competent, and I, st I still feel like with the personnel that we have in place, yeah. the Magic should be a top-10 defensive team this year. I You don't need Paolo to be the anchor defensively no. by any means not on this roster you have so many guys you have so many and it does, so it just does not matter from from guys like from the guys like J.I. to Chuma to Jalen Suggs like you've got guys that that will step up defensively and fill in the gaps to, here's the thing Paolo there's so many superstars also that are not defensive juggernauts right you look at the young guys in the league Luca Trey those guys get cooked on a nightly basis, and I don't think Paolo's going to get cooked like they do. And I, so obviously they make up for it with their offensive skill, but that is my, exactly my point. Like, who's to say Paolo can't get there offensively? He's, he's got the confidence. He's not going to be shy to drive the ball, get to the basket. I, I have no concern that in that regard. And he's the number one pick, man. Puts it to bed for me, and any concern that I had about Paolo. I'm just super excited for the team now. Like, I feel like we have this just like wave of relief now. We don't have to speculate. We don't have to guess. We don't have to worry. Like the anxiety is gone. You asked me on our last podcast, like after the pick, are you going to be excited? I'm excited now. Like we talked about, oh, are we going to worry? Is he going to be good? Is he going to? I'm not worried. Like I, I feel at ease now and I'm excited for the team because yeah. what have we talked about literally since like Dwight left and you know, soon after that, 
know, Jameer was gone. All, all the guys from the 2009 finals team and Vince Carter, all that. Since then, what have we really been missing? Like, we've had a plethora of different guys come through with different skill sets. What is the one thing that we've been missing? We need a star. We need a star and a guy that can go and get you a bucket at any time. Yep. And now we have that. So, you know, we talk about how good this team was defensively, mm -hmm. you know, when Jalen Suggs came back from the injury last year. For a lot of the second half of the season, we were, you know, top five best team defensively at some points after the All-Star break. And we don't really need him to carry the defensive load. We just need him to get us buckets, and he's going to do that. And the other thing is, obviously, you know, we think Paolo probably will hopefully take up one of those starting spots at some point this oh, year when course. we get to be, you know, when he gets to you know, be fully going. I don't know if it's opening night. I don't know when it is. But to start the year last year, that starting five when they're healthy with, with the Magic, one of the best starting five yeah. lineups in the league and at times statistically was the best. And then you put that together with the defensive prowess that this team had when Jalen Suggs returns. I think that you can put Paolo in there and I think that he will take this offense to new heights. I know Markel's going to love playing with them. I know they're all going to enjoy it. But Markel's got to love that he's getting an offensive player that he can feed off of, maybe take some pressure off of him offensively. You know how good he is at getting to the rim. It only relieves pressure from guys like Markel who are trying to penetrate, get to the rim, when you've got a guy like Paolo who can just go get a bucket because he's freaking huge and he's going to get to the basket. So I think that there's nothing but good things offensively. I think you can hide him at the start defensively until he gets to the point where he can hold his own. Right. But who knows? Like you said, we had Eric Fawcett on, and he had talked about he's not a huge fan of Coach, Coach K's scheme defensively, um, thinks that it left you know Paolo and Hyde deny like just very close to his defender. So obviously you're going to see him get backdoor cut um, every now and then and get beat, and it looks bad on his part, but right. it's really because of the philosophy of the defensive scheme. Exactly. So if you get him under Mosley uh, and under his direction defensively, we know these boys play defense, and we know Mosley gets them up for that. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that Paolo is going to fit like a glove right. on this team. And also, by the way, he might average 35 in the summer league. Fair enough. Boys get into the bu bucket. Absolutely. Against a bunch of people that are not NBA talent. <laughs> but I'm going to love every second of it. Right. We're going to a lot of highlights. We said we weren't going to overreact to summer league, but now we might. I'm, I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we had to take a quick pause uh, in recording the episode because we're joined by a very special guest here. Magic guard Jalen Suggs uh, reached out to us earlier today and, and um, wanted to meet us for some reason. <laughs> so appreciate you being here, first of all. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, I'm great. You know, just in the process of rehab right now and, uh, you know, feeling good. Body's feeling good. Mentally, I'm great. So uh, really just taking a day at a time and, you know, again, exciting day now. Uh, you know, you get a new teammate, uh, a couple right. of new teammates, you know, see who we'll draft uh, later on. But, uh, you know, just a great day. I think everybody's in a good mood and, you know, just gives us even more momentum and, uh, right. you know, makes everybody more happy and eager to get into next season. For real. Yeah, you talk, you're, you can't wait to get back out there. We know that. Uh, it was uh, almost a year ago this time. We were here for your draft class, the 2021 draft class, which by all accounts, is, is panning out, looking like it's going to be one of those draft classes, right? You talk about, like, the 98 draft class, 2003. We'll be talking about 2021 mm-hmm. like that someday. And we were here, and we were expecting, you know, us to draft someone that we didn't draft. And uh, yourself fell in our laps at number five, and this entire arena freaked out last <laughs> year. Um, that's kind of how we first got in contact. You saw that video. I don't know how. I, I'd like to hear how you saw yeah. it. And then, um, you know, that really meant a lot to you, I think, and that's kind of how we connected, and we've been trying to get you on the show since and finally able to make it happen. But what did that mean to you seeing that last year? Uh, It meant so much. Um, That was, like, my kind of introduction, you know, to Orlando. And, um, again, I didn't come work out here. Um, You know, I've never really been down here. Um, So, you know, to see that video after, you know, I got drafted, and I remember sitting in my my bed just later that night, I watched the whole thing through the whole first couple of picks and the build up, um, you know, and then once everybody kind of went crazy, it was like uh, it brought me chills and butterflies, right. uh, you know, just because you that that's there's no better way to get introduced. Uh, right. Introducing that, uh, you know, to have a whole city cheering for you and to be that excited for you to come play basketball for their team. Um, you know, I think that's really, you know, what made me say this is where I want to be. This right. is the team that I want to play hard for, put my body on the line for. And, and uh, you did. Bring you wins, did so. every <laughs> night. Every night you did. Thank you. I So my question, Jalen, is like, so I was thinking about this earlier on the way here. You know, Jonathan and I obviously would have loved the chance to play in the NBA. But no, my doctor told me I'd be 6'1". <laughs> I'm 5'9". We've heard this story so many times, I'm sure, from just people who, you know, didn't pan out for him. So, like, you have this thought of, like, what is going through, like, these, these guys' minds that, you know, leading up to the draft. What Can you take us back to kind of your draft day and, and what that was like for you? Like, And I guess what point did it feel super real? Not necessarily like weeks leading up, but like I'm going to play in the NBA one day. I don't even think it felt real leading up to it. It really didn't feel real, you know, the day of. Um, I think that entire week in New York, I was just happy. Like I, I remember I couldn't get a smile off my face. It didn't matter what I was doing. You know, we'd go, we'd have dinner, we'd go have lunch. I'd go up here in some places and, you know, do do a couple of things and then just spend time with my family and friends, you know, everybody who I had there with me. And uh, it was just a great week and a fun time. And so, um, you know, I think for these guys, you know, speaking, trying to speak for them, it's a lot of emotion. Um, you know, it's a lot of relief. 
um, you know, a piece of weight is lifted off your shoulder. You know, mm -hmm. not all of it because you want to come in and play, mm -hmm. you know, improve yourself. But, um, you know, just to say that you've made it to this level, you've worked hard, you know, and all your hard work and dedication is all getting acknowledged, um, you know, and it's your day. Mm -hmm. uh, you get to celebrate it with your loved ones. And, um, yeah, so, again, it's a rush of emotions. Yeah, and you said, like, something you said there that caught my attention was, like, you feel like a piece of, like, that weight that of, like, probably, like, pressure – gets lifted off you because the rest doesn't. And you think about a guy, you know, like Paolo who goes number one. He's number one number one pick forever, right? And and I think that can you kind of just speak to the chemistry that this team holds and is it as incredible as it seems to us? Because we, we obviously praise Mosley for it and the young guys for buying in, but that is only going to make it easier for Paolo to come in and be like, okay, like I'm just I'm hanging out with the guys, I'm getting better with them, we're gonna win together, and they're they're like behind me. Can you talk just talk about like the chemistry and how much easier it could make that pressure for Paolo? Oh no, nah, the chemistry on this team is great. Like honestly, it's like coming in and going to work with a bunch of friends. Like we come in, you know, each day we crack jokes, you know, whoever's in there eating breakfast, we go sit down. Everybody eats breakfast together, you know, and then we all get ready and go to work. Um, but I think the best part about it is when we go to work, um, you know, everyone's locked in, everyone's ready, ready to get better, competitive, um, you know, and in work mode, you mm -hmm. know. So I think that's another uh, big step for us is learning how to differentiate those moments. Um, and I think as we got a year under ourselves and, you know, comfortable with each other, you know, each player knows how to talk to each other, how to motivate each other, um, you know, and that's where that next step comes in. And, okay, now it's business time. And, you know, we'll have fun later, but, you know, we're going to take care of we got to take care of now. But it's a super close group. I can't tell you how it, how refreshing it is to hear that because it's not always been the case here. Like past teams before you were here and, and Wendell and some of these other guys, it's not that the team didn't really get along, but you just weren't really sure how close they were. You weren't sold on it. You weren't sold on it. And we talk about how special the culture is here that the team is building, almost to the point where it can sound cliche, but we really believe it. And when we talk to guys like you and you hear guys that work with the team, other you know people that have been on the show, everybody kind of echoes that, that it's a real thing, that it's not something that, that's just kind of thrown out there. Um, Jalen, I, I want to take the, the kind of the, the time to ask you now about Paolo Bancaro, right? Paolo Bancaro is the number one pick tonight. Um, but before that, I know you guys during the season, you know, don't really look at the draft lottery odds and, and, and who might be the number one pick. I know that's not something that you guys pay a ton of attention to, but what was the, the night of the draft lottery when you found out that the Magic were going to have the number one pick? What was kind of going through your mind that night? Oh, it was super fun. Uh, you know, I was right there locked into the TV. Um, you know, I remember talking to Moe's uh, and who was out in uh, he was in Chicago. Um, you know, I told him good luck. You know, I saw him on TV. He was looking <laughs> nervous, especially as it got down to, you know, 3-2. You know, you saw he's playing with his hands a little bit. Um, but it, that, that was a great day, you know, and getting, getting the number one pick is extremely special. Uh, you know, it doesn't come along, you know, that often even the teams who you know are right there and Again, teams like Detroit, Houston, uh, a lot of teams are right, you know, close to that. You know, we're right. all pretty much the same last year. And, um, you know, to come away with that is huge. So um, it's a big pick. Uh, you know, I think Paolo's going to live up to every moment of that. Uh, you know, he's a special player. Got supreme confidence in him. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to just get him down here, get him in the atmosphere, uh, you know, let him feel what we have going on here. Right. And uh, just kind of get this, continue to keep this thing rolling. You know, just get him to buy in to what we have going on. And, um yeah, just keep going. I just want to ask you specifically about Paolo. Like, what do you think he can bring to the team and to the locker room? He's so versatile. I think when when, when you look at him, he can score the ball in all three levels. His handle's great. Uh, and you talk about him and Wendell, and uh, uh, you know, back there together. 
that's two bigs who can shoot the ball, handle the ball, mismatch problems, and they guard. So, um, you know, I think that's going to cause a lot of problems, uh, you know, for teams coming up next year. Um, you know, so I think, yeah, he's a special player. Uh, again, I just want him to come in and feel the family environment that we have right. here. And, um, you know, I know that was a big thing for me last year. Um, I know Franz felt the same thing. So, you know, I just want to get him into that, you know, let him know that there's no pressure. You know, we just want you to be you, uh, you know, come play and have a good time. And, you know, we're going to get some things going here in Orlando. We talked about this a, a little bit before we started recording here, but just how excited you guys are, are to get back out on the floor and have everybody. And we talked about kind of what that team could look like, you know, especially defensively. How excited are you for this team next year now having Paolo? And, like, y'all have a squad now. Like, we talk about you, Wendell, Franz, Paolo Bancaro, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, Chuma Okiki, Morris Wagner. Like, the Magic are, like, are mm -hmm. not a joke. Like, for a while, you know, the Magic have been kind of, you know, we don't get talked about by the national media, and that's about to change. But how excited are you for next year with this team, and, and what do you see this team accomplishing? I'm very excited. Um, you know, I think when you look at it, you know, it's impossible to block out all the noise, um, mm -hmm. you know, but you hear everyone say, okay, Orlando Magic is pushed to the side, you know, not a very good basketball team, can't do this, can't do that. Um, you know, we know what we're capable of, you know, we come in and work every day and, you know, we know what we're building and, you know, we know we have a special group. So, uh, you know, when you get a chance to add a number one pick, um, you know, to what we already have, uh, you know, it's exciting. Uh, so I can't wait for all of us to get back out on the court, um, you know, show the world what we know, um, mm -hmm. you know, and prove everybody wrong. That's right. <laughs> I, and we spoke with uh, we had a, we had, you know, uh, some events leading up that we partnered with the Magic um, and RJ Hampton came out to one of the events. And I was just talking to him and, and did a quick interview with him and just told him to talk about the team. And and he said he's, his words were I'm paraphrasing here, but his, his words were essentially we're going to we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to make a lot of noise. Like this is we're gonna finally get to make a lot of noise. Not like obviously like when when you say something and and you believe it, that's great. But when you hear somebody else say it, like does that? I I could tell you gave me a hmm. Yeah. Like man, I can't wait. No. Is that is that like how does that make you feel to hear like your teammates, everybody's saying this? Obviously, you 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 guys talk about it, but no, they say it to us too. I think the best part is that we all believe it. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like a yeah, we're gonna be really good next year and. Uh, you know, this is what we want to accomplish and, you know, hopefully we can get it like, you know, we're all locked in on our goal and we have what we want to accomplish. You know, we're zeroed in on it, you know, and we're working towards it. And um, again, everybody else has their own opinions, their own thoughts. I mean, that's we don't care forever what we it don't is. Care what but they are. <laughs> no, that, that that's all noise at the end Max. of the day. And, you know, coming in next year, uh, you know, I think we're really going to prove a lot of people wrong. People are going to be surprised. But um, again, that's, you know, people who don't understand what we have building here. That's right, baby. And you all kind of echoed that in your post game, like the end of the season interviews with the media, that there was something special built on here. And we really believe that. We're super excited for it. Jalen Suggs, man. Thank, thank you for coming on the show, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you taking the time. This was a lot you. of fun. Appreciate it. Jalen Suggs. All right, that was freaking Jalen Suggs. Uh, we had to pause the podcast for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, great dude. Awesome to hang out with him for a couple of minutes. He's excited about the team. We're excited about the team. He's excited about Paolo. We're excited about Paolo. Like, the last month, what the hell is happening? Like, what is happening? Like, dreams just keep coming true, well, it seems like, every couple like, of like days you, Like us. you said, like, like Jalen reaches out to us and says, you know, we'd like to meet you guys. And, and so – you go down there. We did, we did not have that plan, by the way. We just knew that you know it was a possibility, and uh, but but not really. I don't think we yeah. really expected him no. to. So Jonathan just 
threw it in there and said, "Hey, you want any chance you can come up to record?" He he's he said in the past that he would love to come on the pod, and I was like, "Hey, we're here. Like, we're never gonna have a better opportunity <laughs> than this." And uh, didn't yeah. hesitate. That was like you know, old man in the three style. You yeah. Know? I, obviously, I'd be JJ. You'd be Tommy Alter. You know. Just, I mean, come on now. Everybody uh, know. Everybody knows what it is. We don't have to talk about that. But obviously, we have Jalen Suggs here. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> we'll talk after the show. <laughs> But, um, yeah, this was just an incredible night. Super excited for Paolo Bancaro. Um, I just want to take a moment for one thing. This is a really big night for the podcast, obviously. It's a big night for us. But there's one person that this podcast mm. never happens without Ooh. has been joking forever about coming on the show. Manager Carmen, oh. come on over. Manager Carmen, come on over. I... I can't. I so Jonathan used to be against this. I'm gonna I'm gonna and, scoot over here just a now, little bit here. I'm glad I kept pushing for Manager Carmen the campaign. So this is Manager Carmen. Uh, literally, I've, she's the whole reason behind the show. So you know, I, I love my wife, and I just wanted Kev, to give her. You caught Kev her, off guard, so he he's, her, he's her flowers here. Right. Yeah. Now she the goes. microphone now might good. be on, but yeah, yeah, Manager Carmen here, and just want to say thank you. I love you. Thank you for everything. None of this would be possible without you. And uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to Luke's wife Lauren and Kevin's wife Jenna. Like it, it takes a village literally to be able to do this. Not every, are watching babies and all yeah, that. Not stuff a, right not now. every wife wants their 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 husband to kind of go away two nights a week to record yeah. for. Let's be honest, we sit there for probably two and a yeah. half hours, uh, and you know, hour two hours, two and a half hours, and you know, you, you yeah. get. I know I get this. Lauren's like, hey. Are you almost done? I need you. Yeah. I need you. I did it last night too. Yep. Like they're Every night. incredible. Like you said, yep. can't do it without them. So again, shout out to Manager this is Carmen. The thing. Well, maybe not. <laughs> this is I mean, like yeah, you know, we got married. We've had <laughs> some beautiful <laughs> children. So I've been I just asking since day one. So it's nice to meet you. All. Yeah. So just just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you and I, I love you and appreciate everything that you do. So uh, yeah, don't start crying. I love you so much. I, I know that'll come later. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I think that is going to do it for us. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. Jalen Suggs was here. So is manager Carmen. Paolo Bancaro is an Orlando Magic. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!